Hi, sisters, and welcome back to Goth Sorority. This is chapter meeting 31, and we are your hosts, Kathleen and Eleanor. It's been forever. I know. I don't even think I did that on the Bachelorette episode now. We didn't introduce ourselves, did we? In case you forgot, Kathleen and Eleanor. Can you even tell us apart? Probably not. Our shrill voices are very hard to discern. Light amount of vocal fry on both of us. Yeah. Beautiful. Um, yeah, so we had a crazy day. Yeah, wild day. Wild. Tell us why you were in Brentwood today, Eleanor. So I was in Brentwood because, hey, doxing, (laughs) whatever. I was in Brentwood, California, Los Angeles. (laughs) Um, Because a couple weeks ago, we both got Botox. Botox. In our lips. We got a little lip flip. Little lippity flippity. Um, at our local trendy dentist. Mm-hmm. Do we look any different? Absolutely not. Yeah. Do you think yours did anything? I think it did a little, but it's very slight. Yeah. So, you know, the whole experience was wild. The reason that we <laughs> did this was because this dentist, which is a very trendy, you know. Like, yeah. They were actually voted best dentist in Nashville. Period. Period. Okay. Yeah. So it's like legit. It's legit. So they were having an October <laughs> promotion, cheap Botox. Okay. It's like $10 a unit. Mm-hmm. Um, and I saw it on Facebook because I just waste time on Facebook now because I'm yeah. old. Um, and I was like, okay, <laughs> cheap Botox. Like, let's do Might this. as well. Might Seems as well. Kind of fun. Might as well. So I went to, and it was, you know, a real emotional roller coaster because <laughs> I was sick and I yeah. had to postpone my appointment. Mm-hmm. And I really feared that I wasn't going to squeeze in, you know, by the end of October and I was going to yeah. have to pay a whole $2, $2 <laughs> more a unit. I was going to have to pay a whopping $12 as opposed to the $10 uh, promotion. Mm-hmm. But thankfully I got in just at the end of October and, you know. <laughs> It was interesting. It hurt a lot more than I thought it was going to, to be honest. Really? Like, my lip was bleeding. Mine I, didn't hurt at all. Really? I was like, tearing up. The dentist was dabbing my tears. I don't know. Like, it pinched, but it felt like if just somebody was, like, pinching their nails on my lip line. No, like, it hurt really bad. I don't know what it was. I'm just weak. I yeah, guess. you're a weak I was, like, cut out for the Botox life. Um... Yeah, I mean, the dentist was nice. You know, we went to the same high school. Love supporting a fellow Bruin. Yeah. Wait, I didn't even know that. He went to Bruin? Yeah. Oh. Uh, sorry you weren't. Hey, boxing <laughs> us. Yes, we went to high school in Brentwood, California, Los Angeles. Correct. Who are the Bruins? You said Bruins. You're doctors. <laughs> um, yeah. So we did go to the same high school. He's like 10 years older than us. It's about drive. It's, it's about, about power, power. Okay. Now he yeah. has his own dentist office. Damn. He's doing big things. So <laughs> it was funny. You know, they really want to sell you on the lip filler. You know, the oh, lip yeah. flip is not their No, main that's how they get you in. They get you in. They get the little insecure girls in. They're like, okay, the girls who want bigger lips, but they're poor. So we'll <laughs> yeah. get them in. Um, well, make them bring canned goods. <laughs> yeah. So the part of the promotion was you had to bring canned goods, which some of the dental uh, assistants weren't aware of. 
Because I walk in. Do you my, think we're being like haze? I don't know. I walk in at 7 a.m. Okay. My appointment is at 7 a.m. Yeah. And I have a bag of cans. Okay. I have like five cans of beans. Of beans. Of- and the bag ripped. So I'm like holding them together. Like the bag is broken. These cans are just in my arms. Like I'm about to drop them yeah. on. And I'm waiting like, in the waiting office. Yeah. So the dental assistant comes to get me. And I was like, I have cans. <laughs> and she was like, okay. So then we go back into the like office with the chair and she's like do you want another bag for those or and i was like i like i'm dropping them here like these cans are for you and she was like what like she was so confused and i've never felt more embarrassed in my entire life like just take the cans so that i can get my cheap botox please but yeah anyway all i have to say they're definitely trying to sell you on the lip flip on, yeah, the lip filler. on the lip filler. It was like, yeah, it's a gateway drug. It is a gateway drug. <laughs> it's literally drug. what he said to me. I'm uh, like, yeah, okay, if I could afford $600 lip filler, I probably would do it. Yeah, it's like, babe, there's a reason I'm carrying loose cans in my hands to get my cheap Botox. Like, I can't afford lip filler. Maybe uh, one day. One day. But for now, yeah, I'm scraping, I'm scraping together my cans so that I can get lips that look basically the exact same. But in my mind, I can believe like, that they're a little I'm bit. so voluptuous. Yeah. So, so just, you notice that they look different? Yeah. They do. They do. There was one day where my lip was like really stiff. Mine never got stiff. I was waiting for that. I wanted to like. No, oh my God. I was freaking the fuck out. Like I was like this is the rest of my life now like this feels horrible why did i do this okay also they really made it seem like it was going to be hard to drink out of a straw it like was never difficult like my life depends on drinking my diet coke like i don't care nothing's gonna come between me and my straw but it wasn't hard no and then today so the reason circling back yeah i then went into day to have a follow-up because I slept through my last one. Mm-hmm. I life. never went to mine either. Yeah. Never went to the follow-up. Still haven't. Never rescheduled. And they were like, normally we charge a $30 no-show fee, <laughs> but... <laughs> well, whatever. whatever. They spent me to spend uh, $4,500 on dental <laughs> aligners, so I'm not uh, shelling out another 30 Like, babe, $30? Like, my Botox was 40 <laughs> like, I can't afford this. And they knew that. And that's why they were like, yeah. we'll wave it this way. They're like, time. we saw you with the cans last <laughs> We time. saw you with your cans. We'll give you a break. Charity case. Yeah. Um, so I went in. Once again, they were like, do you want any more Botox? You want some filler maybe? You're like, no. No. I can't afford Honestly, it. Honestly, I would do more units of Botox. Yeah. I don't know if that makes me mentally ill, but I'm yeah. like, yeah, just double dose me. What's the worst that could happen? Yeah, it's like just put more in. But just put more in. Like I just – not that there's anything against filler. And again, I'm only saying this because I can't afford it, so it's not even in the realm of possibility. Yeah. But – No, I want it. Yeah. When I can afford it, when I'm rich, you know, inevitably one day. Yeah, but he was just like, well, get yeah, like the appeal of filler for a lot of people is that like you can use a straw. 
<laughs> really? And I was like, babe, I can use a straw. You were like, watch me, babe. Watch me. Give okay. me a straw right now. I'll put on a little show for you. Yeah. So that was overall. So then they took my like after picture and I didn't even see That's it. That's wild to me. So I didn't even get to see the before and after. So I was like, well, what did I even come here for? Dude, well, I know what you came there for. Yeah. To come bring me a Diet Coke at my office That's and then true. get locked out with me. Yeah, things do work out like that. I'm an end. idiot, dude. So, like, Eleanor was coming by my office today. I was like, I'm going to show you around, show you what I where I go every day. Uh, she brought me a Diet Coke, which was very sweet of her. And I, like, walk broke out to – What? Yeah, broke some bank. Um, I, like, walk out of my office to meet her and <laughs> – yeah, I know. Mickey's looking very cute on the couch right now. Um, walk out to meet her and lock myself out of my office. Yeah. Immediately. Uh, and then I like go to our across street neighbor and I'm like, Do you have a spare key? They're like, No. I have to call my boss and his wife comes by. It was very embarrassing, but Yeah, I am sorry about that. Like it was your fault, but it was yeah. also a little bit my fault. So we can share the fault. Yeah, true. I'll tell my boss it was your fault tomorrow, yeah. so he doesn't go. That's <laughs> fair. That's fair. <laughs> just bringing you a diet coke. Yeah. So that was today. Yeah. You know, my time is very valuable. Yeah, so true. So that is what it is. Moving on. In other news, this week has been dominated. Mm-hmm. By a particular songstress mm-hmm. by the name of Taylor Swift. And it would feel wrong if we didn't take a moment to discuss Red, Taylor's version. Yeah, you know, we've had our ups and downs with Taylor on this podcast. Yeah, um, yeah man, we really Taylor, have. Taylor, if you're listening, we love it's you. been all good <laughs> stuff. Okay, don't go back and listen to old episodes. Yeah. We love you. You're the best. <laughs> Um, yeah, if there's one thing Taylor's gonna do, it's put out an album. Yeah, Taylor will put out an, an album. So... She keeps her fans fed. Yeah, that's true. So she's had, like, nine albums. Yes. Not including, like, the re-release. Yes. And the, like, deluxe editions. Yes. So, yeah, that's a lot. It's a lot. The discography on this one. Mm-hmm. It's just like I wonder how her music is gonna change, like as she gets older. Like when she's forty, is she still gonna be? I don't know, man. Churning out. And music? honestly, it's weird to me because this, like, all the re-recordings feel like a way to be like, okay, bye. I know. I know she's not gonna do that though, yeah. but it feels like okay. Like, how do you put out normal music after, like, spending a good night? Because it'll probably take her two or three years to get through, like, all of the re-recordings and for each of them to have their own release. And then, like, will there be albums in the middle of that? Or will she put out all the re-recordings and then go back to making other music? It's just kind of hard to imagine how it's all going to play out. Yeah. But it does feel like it's like we need to enjoy this while it's happening. Yeah, I know. Because you never know. You never like, know. She could be like burned out. She'd be like, I'm gonna go be a mom or something. Yeah. Lame. She yeah. should keep putting out music forever. So true. Yeah, it's like 
when she's 40, when she's 50. We'll have to see. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think of like, yeah, probably not. (laughs) Trying to think of like other, I mean, I don't just, I just don't think there's like anybody comparable. No. You know, like I think about women who are older now, like Shania Twain or like Madonna. Mm -hmm. Very polar opposites, the two of those, but like. I think Madonna still puts out music, but it's nowhere on the level of, like, where she used to be. Yeah. And I don't know about Madonna, but, yeah, it's, like, most older artists. And most artists in general, it's, like, they have, like, five albums total, if that. Yeah. So it's, like, with Taylor, they're just so frequent that it's, like, they really have to, like, change with who she is. Yeah. As it's happening. Yeah. Which is interesting. But yeah, Red is very good. So good. Should we talk about some of the vault tracks? Perhaps. I haven't listened to all of them. I know. Shameful. Idiot. So where did we... We ranked all of her albums once. I wonder where we put Red in that ranking. I feel like it was up there. It was up there. It was definitely top half. Yeah. Red is a good one. Um, Okay, so yeah, vault tracks. Better Man. Better Man's good. It's good. I feel like that was one where I already knew it. Yeah, it sounded familiar. Like she, I think she performed it or something. Mm-hmm. Or no, it was Little Big Town. That's what it oh. is. She wrote that song for Little Big Town. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. Because I was like, I've definitely heard this before. Um, nothing new. Nothing new is up there for me for sure. Oh, yeah. Phoebe Bridgers, the gays are eating that one up. Love to see it. Babe, I really like. Yeah, I like Babe. I think this is all we're going to do for each song. I feel like I really like that. Uh, next. Yeah, we're doing a very in-depth uh, analysis, analysis here. here. Um, message in a Bottle. For me, not loving, honestly. I haven't listened to it. Or I have, and I've been like, <laughs> eh. It's like very pop. Yeah. It's giving like Harley Rae Jepsen vibes, which I'm not like opposed to, but I don't know. Yeah. Especially right after – well, not right after, but, like, after nothing new. It's just, like, it can't yeah. compare to me. I Bet You Think About Me featuring Chris Stapleton. It's good. I really like. I mean, I think the accompanying music video does a lot to help the song out. Yeah. But very petty, and I love that for her. Mm-hmm. Forever yeah. Winter, I love. That's one of my favorites. That's I really my love. favorite Voltra. It's so good. I don't think it's my favorite vault track, but it's like top four at least. Yeah. Um, Run, I really don't care about. Yeah, I don't honestly. Care much about it. Um, the fact that Ed Sheeran is on it does give me an ick. <laughs> uh, hey. It's the truth. Like, what do you think Ed Sheeran fans call themselves? Ed heads. Ed heads <laughs> could be listening, okay? The very first night I like, but it's not like I like it. It's definitely very pop. Yeah, but yeah, it's just kind of like a fun little. Yeah, you know when I'm driving, it's kind of fun. Yeah, I think "Message in a Bottle" is my least favorite. I didn't even know that. Uh, All twelve ten minute version, obviously incredible. Yeah, that's got to be the best. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, I think All Too Well, number one. Number two for me is Forever Winter, but very close. Number three is Nothing Nothing New. Yeah. Yeah, it's good stuff. 
Um, yeah. What do you think is your favorite song off the whole album? Let's not not including vault tracks. Not including vault yeah. tracks. I mean, I think. I'm trying to think. It's hard because I've always loved All Too Well, obviously, the normal version. I also love The Last Time. I think it's so good. That's my favorite. Um, I used to really like I Almost Do. Now I like, like it, but I wouldn't say it's my favorite. Mm-hmm. One that I didn't really like on the original and now – or like when it originally came out and now I really like is State of Grace. Yeah. I really like State of Grace now, but I would say my top three are probably – I still have to say all too well, even though the 10-minute version, like, almost eclipses the original for mm-hmm. me now. Um, the last time, State of Grace, mm-hmm. all too yeah. well, I guess. I mean, I know what you just said about Ed Sheeran, but everything has changed is up there for me as well. I think that's Yeah, cool. I think it's sweet. But we actually went to a Taylor Swift themed party club night. Yeah, I don't know what you would call it. But it was fun. It was so fun. We all dressed up as different Taylor Swift eras. It was good vibes. You had like the most classic, most recognizable one, I would say. Yeah, I was. uh, Yeah, I totally Yeah. Um, (laughs) I was the You Belong With Me pajama Taylor Swift. Yeah. It was very fun. Yeah. I had the time of my life. Yeah. Uh, there is another one in January that I will be attending. Yeah. Have you really bought your ticket fun. yet? I did buy my ticket. Okay. I felt like I was definitely rusty on on your Taylor. I mean, I don't know lover reputation like at all. Yeah. In 1989, I was very rusty. Really? Yeah. I don't listen to 1989 very much. I just, like, all of it is so burned in my memory. Yeah. I'm a Swifty man. Yeah. But I've been listening to Red every day when I drive in my car. Yeah. All day today when I was at the office alone, I was just listening to Red and Megan Thee Stallion. (laughs) And, of course, with All Too Well, 10-minute version. I know. also the short film. Mm Mm-hmm. Which was very well done. Yeah, incredible. Mm-hmm. So. Sadie Sink, is that her last name? Sink? Yeah, something like that. And Dylan O'Brien starred in the All 12 10 minute version. Yeah, in case you live under a rock. Yeah. Um, it's about her relationship with Jake <laughs> Gyllenhaal. And that was what, like 10 years ago? Yeah. She was like 20, he was like 29 or 30. Mm-hmm. Yoinks. And it did not go well. No. It did not end well. Um, so, yeah, it's about her relationship with Jake. And it's, you know, it's not a diss track. It kind she, of is. It's kind no. of a diss track. She's calling him Especially out. Especially the lyrics that were like, that are new to the 10 minute version. Yeah. Are so like, I don't know how to say it without like sounding petty, yeah. but it's like they are direct. I mean, she is petty. At him. Yeah, she and we is love her for it. That's like, she why does not her. let go of things. Yeah. She's very petty. Um, I do wonder, like, 
I don't know. Do we know anything about like what Jay Gyllenhaal's been doing? I mean, Swifties are crazy. Swifties are like another breed. Yeah, no. So I feel like his life is going to be very difficult. I saw that he was like, I think his sister won an award at something, and yeah. he like attended that award show with her, and he said nothing about it, which is smart. Honestly, he just needs to not say anything. I don't think he will. And I think for him, like, he'll probably just dismiss it and be like, well, he's obsessed with me. Yeah, probably. Which, you know, is it fair? Whatever. Whatever. We enjoy Taylor's pettiness. Yeah. It feeds us. <laughs> it does. It gives us sustenance. Um, yeah. And then we were talking about a particular lyric yeah. on All Too Well, where she says... That um, he had a fuck the patriarchy keychain. Yes. Which is so embarrassing. If, if true. true. We debated when it first. Because mm-hmm. I was like, there's no way that's true. Like, she like, definitely just know. threw that in because it's embarrassing and like <laughs> makes him look bad. Yeah. And at first I was like, no, if she wrote that, like he had it. And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Like, maybe she wrote that in later to like. Mm-hmm. Like, upon reflection about how he's, like, likes to pretend that he's such a feminist and then, you know, whatever. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah, who knows? Yeah. Feelings did change. Or it was put into a new light yeah. when we found out that she is now selling Fuck the Patriarchy keychains on her website. For, like, 25 bucks. Which is icky. It's icky. Because it's like- if we think about it, either he, that wasn't true, he didn't have that keychain, and she wrote that lyric. So to be it's like, like, you know... You're a performative feminist, basically. Yeah, so it's like, okay, so you're saying that the keychain is meaningless because he's a performative feminist, then why are you selling it? yeah. To make money off of it. It's like, like, and then it's like, did you write the lyrics so that you could sell the keychain? Probably not, but it just feels it's gross. It's gross. I don't like it. Please, girlies, don't buy that. <laughs> just corny. It's corny. And then like all the, I don't know, even just TikToks being like, they just like get so passionate about that line. I'm like, I'm like, I mean, it, it just makes me cringe. It makes me cringe. <laughs> it's like, ew. It's like peg the patriarchy. So girl boss. Yeah. I don't know. We sound so bitter because we are. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Well, I'm going to go buy my fuck the patriarchy keychain. Yeah. Yeah, It's just like, ooh, like our young girl's going to buy that. Probably. It just completely dilutes things like that. Like to me, when I hear something like that, it means nothing to me. A saying like that like fuck the patriarchy i'm like that seems so hollow at this yeah. point because it's like commodified in that way yeah yeah it's something people sell yeah deep. so deep so deep big brain yeah um yeah is there anything else we want to say about taylor red there are some crazy theories going on oh my god because yeah. she Put out the All Too Well video, and then she also has a video directed by Blake Lively mm-hmm. for I Bet You Think About Me, mm-hmm. which, you know, Taylor is very mm, psycho about Cryptic, these. okay. Cryptic. We'll say cryptic about these Easter eggs that she puts in videos, yeah. that she drops hints about what's coming next, whatever. So I just watched a very in-depth theory where it's like, well, Taylor's using 
10 roses instead of 13. She always uses 13. That means TS10. Taylor's 10th album is coming. I'm like, but the thing is, it's like I've seen so many like Taylor Swift Easter egg theory videos that like that never that nothing ever seems to come up. So like anytime I see something like that, I'm like, okay, I'm just like not even paying this any mind. Yeah. Like it's like more fun to me. Like, if she drops an Easter egg that you realize later was an Easter egg yeah. or something. It's, like, to try to decode it all as it's happening is, like, just, like, let loose and just enjoy loose. what comes. Just live, baby. Just live your life. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so the big theory, at least in the video that I watched, was that Taylor's 10th album, which is going to be the completion of the – folklore evermore trilogy called woodvale is coming november 26th that would be fucking crazy that would be insane i would be really happy if that happened but that would be crazy like i'm not holding my breath yeah no absolutely not yeah but speaking of easter eggs and jake Uh gyllenhaal we recently watched one and t- Spider-Man one oh. and two of the Tom Holland. I was like, series. what transition are we going you for? You didn't know what was coming. Um, yeah, so I'd never seen the Tom Holland Spider-Mans, but I've always wanted to watch them. And one night I was like, you know what? Let's just freaking watch them. Let's just go crazy. So we did. Two is way better than one. One was kind of like, eh. Because it like Zendaya's barely even in one. Yeah. There's no tension between them. There's no spark. But then two, we get into the good stuff. Two is a lot funnier. You know, we see MJ and Spider-Man. MJ and Peter. Peter. Crushing on each other. Very cute. And now the third one is coming out next month. But it's funny because I think we watched them the night that Red dropped. Yeah. Because we yeah. were watching and it was Jake Gyllenhaal. Jake Gyllenhaal is in the second one. And spoiler alert, he ends up being the villain, which we didn't see coming. Yeah. Which was funny. Um, yeah. So now the third one's coming out. I'm a little bit obsessed. You know, I've been looking for something to sink my teeth into a new little And it's obsession. Spider-Man. And it may be Spider-Man. It's you know, Spider-Man. I'm playing with the idea of it being Spider-Man. Um, okay. But- when I had my Marvel moment last year it's just like predicted so much yeah i know it's time for me to have yeah. my marvel yeah. moment i think me thinks um and you know at the root of this is my obsession with tom holland yeah. and zendaya as a couple yeah. um you know and i want to respect their privacy respect their um you know private lives but the thought of them together is really cute. <laughs> and now they're like posting each other on their stories and on their Instagrams. Ah! And it's so cute. He's so cute. I really like him. A so, tall queen and a short king. Yeah, we love, we love a short king. We do love a short king. Um, so the new trailer just came out and it's kind of... I feel like I'm starting to wrap my mind around what the multiverse mm-hmm. is. And what's coming. But yeah, I was watching a video on all the Easter eggs in the video. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, people analyze that. Oh, Marvel? Yeah. To an insane level. Like, more than Swifties, probably. 
Marvel is to men as Taylor Swift is to women. Yeah. It's true. And I'm like, but Marvel, the thing about Marvel that's annoying and is the reason that I haven't had my Marvel moment yet, perhaps, is like, yeah, we're watching the first Spider-Man and it just jumps in and mm-hmm. there are things that we don't know because they happened in fucking like Avengers Civil War or yeah. something. Captain, I don't know what it was. Captain America. I where think. he like makes his entrance as the new Spider-Man. Yeah. So we have to like piece it together using YouTube videos. It was a shit show. Yeah, it's just annoying. And it is kind of annoying that they didn't do the Peter Parker bit by the Spider origin story. Yeah. I guess it's been done, but it just feels vital. It does. Because, um, yeah, then it's just like, I just don't know where to go from here. Like, I think all I can handle right now is Spider-Man. So yeah. I'm just going to wait patiently for Spider-Man 3. When does it come no out? No Way Home. December 17th. December 17th. Mark your calendar, sisters. Goth Sorority Spider-Man special. Goth Sorority Spider-Man screening. <laughs> um, yeah, so that's exciting. But we've seen quite a few other movies yeah. recently as well. I feel like it's Oscar movie season, right? Yeah. So we've seen some good artsy little films, if you will. Mm-hmm. So this weekend we saw Belfast, mm-hmm. which was really good. Black and white film with Jamie Dornan and Catriona Balfe from Outlander. And, you know, believe it or not, it's set in Belfast. (laughs) Whoa. At the end of the 60s, at the start of the Troubles. And it was good. I thought it was going to be, it was sad. Oh, yeah. But I thought it was going to be be, like fucking tragic. Yeah, I thought it was going to be tragic. Um, And it's sad, but it's also, you know, has its moments of happiness and. It was a good movie. It was a movie. I really liked it. I I really liked it. it. I love the Irish accents. Like, it's yeah. so pleasant to watch the Belfast accent. True. Um, but yeah, it's just like a sad time to think about. True. Um, yeah, I really liked it. I think it would be worthy of an Oscar. I think yes. it'll definitely be nominated for like Best Picture, probably. Yeah. And then other than that, I don't know. And we also saw Spencer this weekend, starring Miss Kristen Stewart herself. Uh-huh. As Lady Diana. Uh-huh. Spencer. Yeah, which I don't know. I didn't know what to expect. I thought she was gonna pull it off. Yeah. But I didn't really even know the premise. Of the no, I didn't I didn't expect what it was at all. Yeah. I so- thought it was gonna be like pretty standard biopic. Mm-hmm. It was not. It no. was more like a. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know yeah, how you it was describe. only. It covered three days, which I think is definitely not like the way to go. But it was good. It was like a refreshing yeah. way to see a Diana. Yeah. You know, movie show because we've had The Crown. Like I feel like we've all watched a bunch of documentaries about it, so it was like kind of cool to explore that. Just over the course of three days when she's kind of deteriorating rapidly. Yeah. Um, The actor who played Charles, I really like. He's in Poldark. Um, But he was good. Yeah. And then, yeah. I I couldn't get fully into it at first. Like, when I first saw her, I was kind of like, 
that's Kristen Stewart. Mm -hmm. But as it went on, and I feel like especially like in her interactions with William and Harry, yeah, I got a lot more. I thought she was brilliant. I hope she gets an Oscar for that performance. Honestly, well, it's gonna be her and Miss Gaga up against each other. Oh, yeah, you're right. I'm excited to see that one, House of Gucci. Yeah, it's gonna be crazy. Kristen Stewart versus Lady Gaga. Who, Who would have thought? If you had told us in 2008 or whatever when Twilight was coming out yeah. that Kristen Stewart and Lady Gaga would be competing for an Oscar, yeah, yeah nobody would have believed you. Yeah. But we were talking right after we saw Spencer where it is interesting because there are moments where they make Diana a little bit unlikable unlikable yeah you know she's like kind of treats one of her dressers and again she's like in a very bad place mentally and physically this is supposed to be like right before she decides that she's going to divorce charles Uh um so she has one dresser like a woman who does Mm. her hair and makeup and helps her get dressed that she is like very attached to and then charles sends her away so she kind of is like cold she's very cold kind of like nasty towards yeah. this other woman who is like supposed to take over the place yeah um as her new dresser and yeah it's just interesting like i don't think i've ever seen anything about diana with diana where like she you know treated someone badly but it's yeah. like, of course like everyone has moments yeah. where they're not their best self yeah, because it's like, of course, Princess Diana was a very, of course, like, it's not like I knew her. Yeah, but. But I think we all know that she was like a very kind person. Yeah. But it is interesting to see those moments where. I mean, she's a cancer, okay? Yeah. Yeah. So I thought it was good. It was nuanced. Yeah. And I thought the costumes were good. Oh, the co- I loved the costumes. And it's interesting that, like, Kristen Stewart is a Chanel spokesperson. Oh, is she? Yeah. And so much of Diana's wardrobe in this movie was Chanel, Mm -hmm. which was like a, you know, kind of a perfect opportunity for everyone involved. Yeah. Um, Very interesting. Yeah. And there's like a really sweet moment. I mean, I don't know if it's like a spoiler, but there's just a sweet moment between her and her sons, like near the end of the movie. And that's when I cried. And it does make me sad thinking about, like, especially for Harry, because yeah. Harry is, like, back in the real world, I guess. Or not even back, like, for the first time he's, like, in yeah. the real world where I'm sure it's painful seeing, like, you know, first the crown and now this. Yeah. it's, like, both very pretty accurate representations. Or, like, you know, women who very much resemble your mother, yeah. like, playing your mother well i'm sure it's bizarre like i can't imagine seeing my dead mom like again and again and again like in these adaptations yeah different things so i don't know i don't know i'm guessing that he doesn't watch them i i mean i don't think you could yeah but yeah it's kind of sad it's like slightly exploitative yeah thinking about like these few really happy moments of their childhood that they had with their mother. Yeah. Um, but it was a good movie. Yes. Period. Ranking out of five. What would you give it? I'd say 4.5 out of five. Yeah, I'd say so. What about Belfast? Belfast? I mean, I want to say the same. Maybe four. Maybe four or 4.5. Yeah. Yeah, no, I really liked them both. I'd agree. 
And then you saw one that I did not yes, see. Yes, I saw the new Wes Anderson French Dispatch with – it's like an all-star cast. Mm-hmm. Who is it? God, I'm so well, bad Timmy's at actors. In Timmy and um, Elizabeth Moss is in it and Owen Wilson and – Francis McDormand is in it. Yeah, and I forget the lead. It's not – oh, Bill Murray? Oh, is that classic. his name? Yeah. Yeah. Um, a lot of Wes Anderson staples. It was really, really good. It's like a bunch of little vignettes. It's very sweet. Yeah. I think you'd really like it. I don't know. I don't want to wax poetic about it, but I know. quite I good. To, well, once I'm in AMC Stubbs, Mac- yeah, get on that AMC. Stubbs I know. Train, I'm going y'all. To. It's so good. I am an AMC Stubbs member. This I love it. It's sponsored, sponsored by AMC Stubbs. I do love the Nicole Kidman AMC. That like gave me chills. That was yeah. the first time seeing it this past weekend in theater. Yeah, so it's great gorgeous. little. Uh, yes, Nicole. I would die if I because I. I would die if I saw Nicole. I've Kidman. seen stories of people seeing her like at the movies in Nashville. Oh really? I'm like, where are you? Where are you? But I don't know. Do you think she'd be nice? I think she'd be nice, I but I'd be is. scared to approach her. Yeah, I mean, she. I don't know that I would. Intimidating. I probably wouldn't. Yeah, she's like at the movie. But I'd be like, oh, family with her short king husband. Yeah, Mr. Nicole Kidman. Mr. Nicole Kidman. Um, yeah, and then you know we're really getting into the holiday spirit. Oh yes, we're getting into so the many Hallmark movies. movies. Which yeah, I feel like there's just too many Hallmark. We need to. I think we should do a whole episode dedicated to hallmark i agree and our new idea which we'll reveal right for a new um slightly more adult version of hallmark right right yeah um slightly (laughs) slightly (laughs) yeah you know i love a good hallmark like they always put me in a good mood because it's like you know what's coming yeah and i need that and we also watched a really cute new Netflix uh-huh. rom-com, Love Hard, which I really liked. It was better than I expected. Yeah, it was good. It was starring Nina Dobrev and uh, I don't know the actor's name. Yeah. But Nina Dobrev, you know, I she was okay in Vampire Diaries. Like, I feel like she didn't have that much to work with, but I think she was good in this. And Yeah. Mickey uh, is going crazy, so I think that's our cue to end. <laughs> yeah, he has um, had enough. But yeah, we're gonna try to have a more regularly scheduled yeah. chapter meeting. Hopefully, we're trying to get back onto our regularly scheduled programming yeah. of uh, every Wednesday. Yeah, but as always, thank you for listening, uh-huh. sisters. And we'll we see love you next you. week. Bye. Bye.